Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 272. We are that podcast that talks about... Hold on, god damn it, I hate it when this shit happens. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijiron Mess. I am Chimpokemon Grandmaster Dust. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> Mako, that's you. Yeah. Are you okay, Mako? Yeah, after that, I'm just going to sit here and play more. <laughs> are you okay, Mako? Mako, are you okay? Hmm? Are you okay, Mako? Mako, are you okay? Yes, I am okay. Thank you. Well, just don't get hit by a smooth criminal. Second, evidently somebody else has spotted a, a Sailor Venus shirt, so I have to see what the hell what the hell it looks like. But anywho, you would think after two hundred friggin' episodes, I would have that whole monologue memorized by now. What the Christ? Anywho, you, you can't really predict there's a random crowbar stoned into the works now, can you? Point taken. We are that. I already did that shit. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Mm hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think being out all day has really done a number on me, and I'll talk about that later. So, just so you know, we are live tonight, week of July 12, 2016, here on the Vogue Network. We are here live Tuesdays at 9 30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck. XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to uh, animejamsession.com slash Vogue Network. There is an IRC link. If you click on that, your default IRC chat client will pop up and bring you directly into the chat. Uh, Check-ins are live, so definitely come on in and earn your awesome Vogue points. Um, And don't forget, every week, every Friday when the podcast goes up, we do post a summary on our forum, so swing by. We want to hear from you. And looks like the general consensus of people do not remember Chin Pokemon in the chat room. (gasps) No! I know, right? That was one of my favorite episodes of freaking South Park. Come on. And there was an awesome uh, AMV done to that, but they used the, the Alabama Man one, and they did it to GTO. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I've been replaying uh, the South Park game and trying to collect all the Jim Pokemons. So every time you collect one of them, it says the, you know, the catchphrase. Mm. So that was kind of awesome to hear. Well, I'm glad that you that you like it, so I have expected someone to lose their shit over it, you know. No. Honestly, I thought it was ridiculous and over the top when I first saw it. Say what? 
I, I thought the South Park parody was ridiculous and over the top when I first saw it all those years ago. Okay. Okay. I say nothing of the fake commercials for really strange toys in the middle of the mm. episode. Or them all turning Japanese. Oh yeah, that's it. Alright, let's go ahead and kick things off with, um, how was your week, how was your day? Let me uh, cue up the music here, because I got so much shit running in the background, and here we go. Ari, how was your week, how was your day? Uh, mostly work-related. Uh, I got paid today. That's good. And I get paid for uh, the bereavement. Unfortunately, oh. I won't see any overtime or holiday pay until my next paycheck. I'm also... Having to make a lot of calls, so I, because I now have to get my car fully in my name, which means I'll be paying the full car payments and my insurance on it, which is just going to take bigger and bigger bites out of my paycheck every week. Mm. Too bad you can't take the trade down the car to a small, to a lower, to another model or refinance or something. Well, I did get a uh, <clears throat> a flyer in the mail saying that the lease is almost up, and they want me to set up an appointment so I can come in to discuss leasing options. Right. Either to buy, buy back the car like early, or maybe they'll help me get into something smaller and more efficient. Well, there you go. We can only hope. Also, in the past week, I I didn't download Pokemon Go immediately because I had to get a new phone, which I mm -hmm. did. That's right. You had the S3 or the S5. I had the I went from the, uh, the Galaxy S5 to the uh, LG G5. Okay, yeah. Because I remember the last couple of phones I had, I gave you uh, my old cases for them. Yeah. Now I got this wallet case for the uh, G5, and it's got a nice little slip for, a, uh, I guess, a debit card or some kind of credit card like that. Oh, okay. That's cool. I just, Pretty neat. I just ordered um, a glass screen protector for mine for like 8 bucks off of Amazon, and it should be here tomorrow, I believe. And plus there's, you know, all the goings on with Pokemon Go and mm. seeing the reactions of everyone in the country, including apparently uh, WWE World Headquarters is infested with Pokemon and according to Vince McMahon, he says, I don't care who you are, get out of my weight room. Yes, I just shared that to my personal Facebook. That shit was hilarious. Vince used plug the network, damn it. It's not very effective. But yeah, that's how things have been going for me. That's good. Trying to figure out how else I'm going to make money so I can actually live on my own and not go hungry. Yeah, there are people actually charging, um, doing Pokemon Go tours for like three hours. They'll drive you around the while you're playing Pokemon Go for about 40 or 50 bucks. Hmm. I think I shared that to you. You did. I just yeah. don't remember where it is in my time. I have to look for yeah. it again. Because one of my friends out here, he, he's a taxi driver. He just started doing that. Fuck it. I'll probably Ubering, Uber that shit too. There you go. The only thing I would say if I was driving was, here, here's my phone. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You would so yeah, that's that. that's how things been going for me. All right, cool. Wait, 
I did not check the proper update. Sorry about that, Mako. It's all right. Yeah, what I tend to do, I don't start with a fresh playlist. I just keep using the old playlist and just update it normally and just ch make whatever changes that are needed. So, that's right, because last week, I believe uh, Ichigo was on, I think, or week before, either that. Week before. Yeah, but I don't know how... I cannot wait till the new version of Winamp comes out. That would be amazing. There we go. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. And by a lot, I mean a lot. Awesome. Yeah, this weekend, um, I actually... My cousin and I went to Seaside to uh, catch some Pokemans. Mm-hmm. So she was driving, and I had her phone and my phone. So I was catching Pokemon for both of us. I was checking in at Pokestops for both of us. Mm. At least and, you're able uh, to find Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, I luck out where I live. I can actually catch Pokemon in my house. Um, like right now I've got the app running just to be able to catch some Pokemon just so I can uh, candy to level um, but yeah I mean I go basically you know where the uh, the bus stop is in yeah. Lakewood mm -hmm. there's a shit ton of Pokemon stops and I drove around there one night by the time I hit all the Pokemon stops I could go back around to hit them again because they replenish every five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so I got quite a few Pokeballs and other things from that. And we did that before we went to Seaside to stock up. But, uh... Yeah, somebody kept dropping lures at Seaside at one of the uh, stops. And I have a feeling it was actually one of the radio DJs. You don't say. Yeah, no. Um, they, the stop that was activated was actually right next to where, um, where they set up, and on the weekends during the summer. Mm -hmm. So. My cousin and I went over there, and one of the DJs is just standing there with his phone, and constantly the Pokestop was replenished for lures. So that's the only thing I could think of, is Ooh. that somebody sitting there was doing it. And then I get on... I... I get in the car this morning and the two morning DJs are talking about Pokemon Go and one of them downloaded it this morning and was playing it on the air <laughs> so yeah it's it's kind of cool but other than that I'm basically just getting ready for my new job dun, 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 dun. Yeah. where's your new job I will be working for a doctor's office uh, doing reception work. Sounds like fun. 
Yeah, I'm not excited about having to get up as early as I'll have to get up, but it's definitely better conditions, better pay. And it's not retail. Yeah, and it's not retail. And I'll have benefits, and paid holidays, and time off. I think you need a cigarette after the way you said that. Yeah, I- I'm, I'm pretty damn excited about that. I don't know about a cigarette per se. So yeah, tomorrow is, uh, hopefully my last day of retail. Hmm. I can't say forever, because you never know what's going on later, but at least hopefully for a very long time. Sounds about right. Okay. Uh, my weekend day has been quite interesting. Um, I did find myself uh, spending time playing, um, oh, excuse me, Pokemon Go. But in my neighborhood, there's not many of us, so I do a lot of walking. And evidently, there is a major turf war fight over the um, gym that's like a block, that's like one block over from my house, and it's like Christ Almighty. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to level up and and fight for it. I level up and I go check out the gym. I'm like, nope, not ready. Go to bed. Wake up the next day. It's back in the uh, possession of blue. So that's for sure. Today I did find myself running around, running a lot of errands and helping out uh, a friend because me and Mako chat a bunch of others. We kind of chipped in, helped out some couple of amazing friends, and I had to help to not had, but I volunteered to help get two more things that, that that was needed and I had it bounce from like five different retail stores to find it at the right price or have them buy it for so I can buy it so I got it and by the time I was able to get it I go to Staples okay I'm going to ship it out I can't ship it from Staples they're only accepting uh, pre-packaged uh, pre items with with labels already pre-printed and I'm just like are you serious so I end up getting dinner and going home so first thing in the morning I'm walking over to the post office and I'm going to ship it out and I hope it's not too too expensive either <laughs> um, I think that's basically how my weekend day has been um Oh, I did hang out with a couple of friends over the weekend, and we did go to uh, the Wiccan Festival down at um, Manhattan. And the Jesus Freaks were there. And my first thought was, if I knew that they were going to be there, I would have shown up as Garter Belt. <laughs> but me being a fucking idiot that I am, I actually tried to have a decent conversation with these people. It's I like for being tried. Yeah, it's like dealing with my relatives half the time. What they just think they're they're automatically right about everything and fuck you yes. for trying to. And I tried. Yeah, I tried to explain to them how they believe the Bible is. I'm cool and I can respect that. If you can respect my beliefs and how I see things, we're cool. Evidently, they don't see it that way. They'll only respect your beliefs if your beliefs are theirs, so. And then watching people scream at them and holler back and troll them, it was amazing. Like, 
there were I took pictures. There was a couple of guys set, set holding up signs for the drunken Ghostbusters meetup. Huh? <laughs> yeah, drunken Ghostbusters meetup. Brooklyn, I think it's the Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Ghostbusters drunk drunk association, something like that. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing my phone. I'm going to pull up the pictures. This was, it was kind of funny. Okay, there was one person that had a sign that said, Yes, yeah, screw Matthew 6-1. Another, a woman had a sign that said, Witch's Heel. And let me, right, the music's already set. And I found the Ghostbusters one. It's like, yeah, the Brooklyn Paranormal Society. Free drunken ghost hunting. Hmm. It was founded in 2015 by inebriated investigators with a common vision of finding oh, by inexperienced investigators with a common vision of finding ghosts while inebriated. Okay. Yeah. I guess you could find or believe anything when you're drunk high or stoned or whatever or tripping balls mm. yeah yeah oh man we got some good news going on in here tonight and and we're going into the chat room at live.bugnetwork.com Ron Liddell says did I miss the anime Midwest chat no my friend we haven't gotten to that. It's when we come back from break. That's the first thing we're going to talk about. All right. So speaking of breaks, we're gonna take our first one, and we'll be back. Oh, 
So I just checked, um, oh, excuse me. I just checked uh, Pokemon Go, and the gym right by my house is now back to Team Blue. And it's, yeah, I just like the fact that Team Blue around here are like fucking ninjas. And Skype decided to give Mako-chan ye old F you. So she has been dropped from the chat from the call. So we will, we will wait a little bit for her to, um, to return. Come back, Mako! <laughs> yeah, there's a gym right across from where I live, too. It's at a public library. Yeah, th yeah that one's a little bit up, up the ways from me, you know? And one of the Pokestops is, and I quote, a bench made from 3,900 recycled plastic bags. What? Yeah. Some hardcore recycling there. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Well, let's see. Um, while we wait for Mako-chan to return, let's put some music in the background. I'm pretty sure the Skype guys don't like being mocked like this. Uh, nope. The cat did something. What happened? It played with one of the wires in the router? I'm going to assume Damien must have pushed up something and knocked the router down or off or something. Have this you... looks beautiful. I must destroy it. Yeah. Have you seen that meme? It's the cat... The, the cat's running across the counter, like the table, or whatever, and the cat realizes that he's run out of space. And he's look, he has this look of, well, fuck it, and just falls. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that, well, but uh, yeah. that's Damien. Oh yeah, I know. I, I've met Damien before. Mm. In our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Ron Ladau says that Team Valor are ninjas for gyms over in Chicago. Yeah, I'm going to assume it was the router because she's no longer in the chat room. What's that you posting? Um, just that uh, people are people's making fake um. Yeah, how we were talking about Shin Pokemon earlier. Yeah. That's what this one is. <laughs> I'm going to have to share that one. Right ahead. Oop. Man, this is awkward as hell. Not really, that's why I have the Jeopardy music playing in the background. So you think it's making it worse? Well, we can always talk about wrestling. Yeah, that'll make Mako-chan pop right up in the shot of both of us. Are you scared of her? No, I'm just predicting how she'll react. <laughs> yeah, well... Stranger shit has happened. And the first link is on lockdown. I can't see it. The image flip one? No, the first Facebook image. Uh, yeah, I accidentally hit the plus t 
and a return key at the same time. Uh. Yeah, and a friend of mine just messaged me back about us, about the Sailor Venus shirt. Uh, I kind of wanted it. So she hey, said, Mako! She said the quality on it wasn't all that good. Three minutes, 23 seconds. Not bad. You can blame the cat for that. I'm we kind of figured. I'm going to assume that um, Damien fell and knocked the router over. Uh, no. Um, I'm charging my phone, so... Where I usually have the surge protector mm -hmm. is where the cats can't get to it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm charging my phone, so I lifted it up so that it would reach so I could charge it. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, Damien decided that he wanted to crawl on top of my desk. Okay. And to do that, he stepped on the tower which had the surge protector on it okay. and stepped on the off switch for the surge protector. <laughs> so it wasn't just the router. Everything shut down. <laughs> thump, 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 power. Thump, 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 thump. Mm -hmm. It looked like those old-timey, um, you know, giant electric switches like in a mad scientist uh, laboratory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'm mm -hmm. just trying to pull everything back up. Oh look, it's saved. Thank you, Water Fox. Yes. In a way, Water Fox is like is like Jesus. It saves your uh, your tabs. I don't think any forget amount of forgiveness will help if uh, you saw my tabs. <clears throat> and I just saw something funny on Twitter, and then we'll get into tonight's show. Um. Someone tweeted, "Ha ha ha! While you were while y'all were going Pokemon, I got 600 gummy candies, the shape and size of a human skull on Prime Day." And Amazon retweeted with, "Just telling it like it is." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I wasn't impressed with my Prime choosings. I didn't even bother because I know even if I had the money for what I for stuff, most likely it would have been nothing on there I would have wanted. And the only thing I did order was a glass was was a screen protector for my phone and an external battery pack so I can play more Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah. I, I was looking for work clothes and let me tell you the uh, quote unquote prime sale for clothing sucks. I ain't surprised. Because $30, $30 off of an $80 shirt is still too damn much money. How much of an $80 shirt? 30%. Man, that's, that's not much. No, and that's the highest that you get in clothing. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. Here on Anime Jam Session, as a month year goes, we talk about games, conventions, fandom, the geek stuff, and everything in between. A lot of times we do talk about anime mostly. Far and few we do talk about conventions and cosplay if we've gone to conventions and if particular articles do pop up like for tonight. 
and we're going to talk to you about Anime Midwest. It is a convention that's run by Ryan Koff. Um, I would say that he's like, hmm, he runs a series of conventions. So if if you could say Wizard World is like the Walmart of an, of conventions in the country, I guess you could say Koff conventions are like the Kmart of anime conventions. You know, I guess. Now, he talks about something that's very important at any convention. Badges and security. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a convention where I can just walk around and nobody will ask to see my badge. And I'm talking about my badge is not even around my neck. It's either underneath my shirt because I'm in cosplay or it's tied to my jacket, bag, or to a belt loop because it won't be in the way. Interesting, huh? And mm. and sometimes, you know, if you do that, you know, you're not bothered. And from doing so, you realize that security is being kind of lax. So you can kind of pretty much walk around the convention without a badge. And that is what we call ghosting. Ghosting is when you go into a convention and, br and pretty much browse and check it out and run go into events and so forth without buying a badge. And that's something a lot of conventions have to deal with. As long as, like, 90% of the people buy badges, I think we're good. But if the number drops, then there's going to be a problem. Now, the con ch convention chairman of Anime Midwest says that over 12,000 people came to the Hyatt Regency O'Hare and Stevens Convention Center for this, sh for this event. If I'm not mistaken, it's also the same convention that, um, Center that anime central is held in now he talks about how the majority of people coming to buy the badges that come to attend have no problems getting past uh, checkpoints without any issues and so forth but there are more security measures that's going to happen and he talks about how there's such thing as lobby con or ghosting I mean I've seen people do it at Capsicon and other conventions you know, it, it happens. Sometimes it's due to the fact that there's not enough staffers to check all the points or staffers are not paying attention to check all the points, you know, where you need a badge. You'll definitely see them checking for, like, at Artist Alley and Dealer's Room, but everywhere else? Eh, maybe. Who knows? Now, he talks about how, how a lot of people that were ghosting were simply surprised by the number of security officers and badge checkers at, at his show. And that's basically what he's he's talking about. And he has said has gone as far as he has kicked out five or six groups that seem to be clustered together intending to not get a badge. And that's something I have a slight issue with, and we'll get into that in just a bit. And he talks about how the security level of the convention, how everything is okay. He has said that his convention had only two ambulance calls over the weekend, whereas other conventions, another convention had 10 before their Friday dance began. Um, Damn. Let me tell you something. If there was a convention that had that many, I think I would have heard that shit through the grapevine, so I don't know. But he does make a bit of a valid point about, about 
security and ambulances, but on the same token, there's been multiple ambulances showing up at conventions, and they're pretty much 99% of the time, it is something having to do with a con-goer. Now, he, he goes on to say that hotel lobbies are not a public space or a convention. It's simply a misconception. Any hotel staff that has stated otherwise may simply not have been updated or and so forth. You know, They are talking about giving wristbands to hotel guests for more areas. Um, that does work at the same time it doesn't. Because you can easily finagle a wristband out and ha pass it off to somebody else. A lot of uh, comic conventions do that. I can never get those wristbands off. Anyway, I can barely yeah. even get them on. Now he says, in response to to comments on on his um on his page, that hotel lobbies are a public space and they are not. I it's like this. The hotel lobby space does not belong to the convention. That's like saying, if it did, if you are not part of the convention, how are you going to come in and out without being harassed? It's one thing where you're able to book the entire hotel. Like, if I had a hotel with fifteen with, with 50 rooms and there's a convention going on, if all 50 rooms are booked by the convention, then by all means, that lobby space does belong to them. The hotel knows anybody that's coming in and out has a badge. If they don't have a badge, that's when security will be brought in. If the hotel sells only half, but the other half belong to people who do not belong at the convention... You can't get on them for lollygagging about in the hotel in the lobby. I mean, if I'm not part of a convention, I'm sitting in the lobby waiting on food. You are not going to harass me about being there because I'm not part of your show. I'm down here waiting on my food so I can go back to my room. Now, pretty much, this is caught wildfire. There are other sites that have pretty much lambasted him and said some real nefarious things and. I'm not going to get into it because that's just going to start something that we don't need on this show. Now, long story short, as per um, a, a con attendee, he says he spoke to the, uh, the shift assistant manager at the Hyatt where the hotel, where the convention was held at. He was told that hotel staff and security spoke to the con chair and the, and the convention staffers and the security team and the third-party private security firm about what's the issues been going on. Pretty much, as we mentioned earlier, people are being harassed about having a badge. If you don't have a badge, you cannot walk through here. I, I think that's very totalitarian. At this, the, the shift assistant manager says that this goes against Hyatt's hotel policy to have such a security in the public area, such as the lobby and the restaurants. He was told that this was wholly unacceptable for the convention as a whole to deny people entrance into the hotel. Come on now, you can't do that. They're going to make sure this doesn't happen in the future, and this has been brought up to the attentions of higher-ups in Hyatt Hotel Management. 
as per the assistant manager of that hotel, he says that you pretty much just ignored the mid anime midwest staff and security. They legally cannot do anything to you. Now, I understand that you have to protect your convention. I understand you got to make sure people who are coming in and out have bought a ticket to be there. I understand you're trying to eliminate lobby conning and ghosting. And you're trying to make sure that everybody has a badge. But you cannot deny somebody from walking in a hotel if they're there for a reason that is not having to do with the convention. You can't do that. You cannot prevent... No, and, 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 and unless the convention has specified that, you know, people can't be on a certain level... Right. Then they can't stop them from walking around the entire hotel. And besides, if there are certain levels they're not supposed to be on, they'll they'll secure them off with a key. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. like with uh, with Zenkai Con. Yes. You can get onto the second levels um, with the elevator. Right. But at the escalator, they are checking badges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And it's because, you you know, there's no need to be walking around. There's no, you know, there's no food. There's no rooms. There's no nothing on the second and third floor. Mm -hmm. It's strictly, you know, office spaces and the panel rooms and things like that. Right. So that I can understand. Now, yes, you are, you know, you are a hotel guest, you're at the restaurant, you're you're either you're this or that. There's no reason for anybody besides convention goers to be on those levels. Right. Mhm. But at the same time, the amount of people that ghost in the lobby because the lobby is so huge mm-hmm. is, you know, is crazy. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's just it. It's the lobby of the hotel. You can't tell people that, you know, whether they've got a room there or not, because there's a hotel in the... It, there, there's a restaurant in the hotel. Mm-hmm. So you can't even tell people, look, you don't have a room here. Yeah, well, I'm drinking. I'm eating from here. Got that shit right. Now, on the topic of badges, now I have discovered that there are certain press outlets and artist alley groups and vendor groups who will play past the badge. And what I mean by past the badge is this. For example... One badge used between uh, however the hell many people in the group... That's it. There you go. And, I, and there is a convention out there that's doing that for their tables for their staffers. There is a press outlet that does that. And I think that's kind of fucked up. If you don't have enough badges to go around, buy some more. Contact the convention. See if you can get a discounted rate. There are there are some conventions that actually do that. This kind of falls in line with, you know, with people who have press, who complain they can't get press and they can't run around with their big fancy camera, with equipment with the, with the 
umbrellas and the lights and all of that shit, you know. They'd rather sneak around and do that as opposed to, you know, applying for a badge or something like that. I do know that, um... Um, one more. That some conventions you have you if you you are um going strictly as photographer you can purchase a media badge or something like that so people know who you are. Or it'll just give you like a photographer endorsement on it, you know, one of those little ribbons. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, they'll some of this shit will get will get back together, you know, figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Now and as Ron Liddell says, I have a big fancy camera. I still pay for my badge, sort of. You know, and I get that, you know. Like, ColossalCon, there are those conventions where if you're going strictly as to do photography, purchase a, a, a photographer's badge. I think a, a lot, I think more conventions need to do that. And I think it's kind of ridiculous that Ryan is trying to control the full hotel. When he hasn't reserved it. Right. Like I said, it's one thing if 100% of the rooms are con attendees. Then I can kind of see that, you know, having control of the lobby. I can kind of see that. But, no. What's everybody else's take on this before we move on? It reminds me of the Katsukon. Mm Mm-hmm. Where the what was it a Jewish group? Oh, yes, oh yeah, yes, I remember yes, those guys. Said yes. that they had rights over the gazebo, mm-hmm. oh, and God. everybody flipped a shit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not for nothing, if they went to the hotel and said, "I want to rent this space," and the convention didn't think to do that first. The can you know the con goers have to suffer for it because it's the hotel. You can do you know if I say hey I want to rent this space for my group, I will give you this amount of money. The hotel's not going to turn them away. Mm-hmm. Wait, like that's right. The hotel didn't like the uh, con- convention didn't you know get the exclusive get the exclusive on the. Uh gazebo area did they well no who what convention thinks to you know actually rent out places in the hotel like that not a lot do they just assume that you know oh we've got people staying here for the convention we can use the whole hotel Mm -hmm. that doesn't work because when you share the hotel with other things with other events you are sharing the hotel and if they were smart enough to book shit oh well Nobody I'm guessing thinks. they didn't. They didn't think that there would be any kind of groups like that in the hotel at the same time. It's not even that. It's more like they didn't realize that. They didn't maybe, realize that the gazebo is a bookable mm-hmm. area. Yeah. That and with it being popular, they figured, oh, I can, I can get at this. This is mine, 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 mine. No, it doesn't work that way. Or the or the borderline zealous devotion to the gazebo. Ugh. Goddamn false idol. Which, I mean, not for nothing, if that's the case, and the hotel, you know, the convention doesn't book something like that, 
but you as a person want to go and see how much it would be to book the gazebo for yourself for the entire convention, you might be able to do that. Mm-hmm. People because, will get hey, pissed. Can, at- hey, people might get pissed, but if you're paying for it, screw it. Exactly. Obviously, you're not going to be using it 24-7 the entire time that, you know, the convention is going on. But, you know, if a savvy costumer decided that they wanted to do a shit ton of photography in the gazebo and they went to the hotel before the convention and said, hey, I'd like to rent out the gazebo for four hours of time on this day. Is that possible? There's a very good chance that the hotel may go, hey, yeah, here's our fee for it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, then, I would think to uh, rent it out and just sub, like, sublet it out to other different, you know. That would be ag- that that would be against probably hotel policy. Mm-hmm. If the hotel found out about that, your ass would be out of the hotel and never stepping back into it. Huh. Because then you would be stealing from the hotel. Yeah. Not everybody likes subletting. No. No, and there's no way that people are going to keep their mouths shut about that either. Okay, now... Let's see me adjust the music a little bit here. Now, moving right along. We've been talking about this, I think, like, the last two podcasts, I believe. No, it came up last week. Last week, yeah. It started out right after the last podcast like podcast for last and then more information popped up the night before we went live so we actually have a conclusion to the ish, the story with Kosuke Fujishima and ne- um, what is her name? Uh, Nekomu Otogi. Otogi. Yes. There you go. Whoever wants to take it. I'll, I'll bang it out. Sure. Alright. Let's see. Cosplayer Nakuma Otoki announced last week that she has married art- manga artist Kosuke Fujishima, although my goddess, you're under arrest, mm-hmm. and that she is pregnant. Fujishima, on the other hand, stayed silent on the matter. He acknowledged the marriage for the first time on July 7th when he posted about it on Twitter. I'd like to keep doing my best on the manga and raise a fourth cup of me well as a couple. Otoki has meanwhile changed her name on Facebook to Mitsugi Fujishima. Her mm. birth name is Okuyama. Kosuke Fujishima, who also served as character designer for Sakura Wars and Tales of Video Game Series, is currently drawn Topu GP for mon- monthly afternoon. Mitsuki Fujish- Fujishima's recent work includes a live action The Little Match Girl and advertising spicy noodle soup in a cat girl costume. Wait, what? Eh, what? It's some sort of commercial for something Japanese that I've never heard of before, isn't it? I think this is an article that hit the uh, cutting room floor, so... I, 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 I will check it out after the show, once I walk up to the uh, Pokemon gym and drop off my fucking Squirtle to get trained. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so, I, I think that solves that, doesn't it? Uh-huh. 
So, what's next? Um, the story about uh, prison school. And on a side note, I am kind of worried that we actually talked about the um the whole anime Midwest thing. But if shit happens, shit happens. It's light. That's how we do it. Press because we've talked about on the show previously where the con chair Ryan Kopp has filed suit against another press outlet for a bad review of one of his shows. So. Oh no! What a nightmare. Yeah, I mean criticism. Oh no. Mm-hmm. And then he refiled. He actually set up shop in the guy's state and refiled the lawsuit. <sighs> Yeah, it's starting to get a little nasty out there. Anywho. So, yeah. Um, the prison school manga is going to get a spinoff in August. Mm. Um, according to the issue of uh, Kodansha's Young Magazine, it was announced that the manga creator will be launching um, a manga called The Vice President is Doing Her Best. And that's going to be in the next issue, which is released on August 6th. Mm. Uh, That's basically right now all that's coming out. Um, This gives a description of, you know, what prison school is and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But it's not giving a description of just what the spinoff is going to be about. Obviously, it's the vice president. I still have to check out the 12-episode anime and the live action. Yeah, this was one of the uh, um, etchier ones. I believe it. So, yeah, I mean, Funimation has the rights for the anime. Um, Yeah. But obviously it's popular enough to be getting spinoffs. That's definitely a good thing. Okay, um... Now on to, I guess, lighter and livelier things. Um, Studio Ghibli. It seems that the upcoming uh, Studio Ghibli retrospective exhibit, the Great Ghibli Exhibition from Nausicaa to Red Turtle, which they just announced, um, that movie... The exhibition opens in Roppongi Hills, Tokyo on July 7th, and from what I'm told, it's the basis of Ron One Half, which I think is pretty cool. They have an exclusive themed menu with the exhibit as well. Themed food will be served at the Museum Cafe The Sun, which is right next to the exhibit area. One of the entrees is called the Black Burger. And I know what you're all thinking, we're going through this shit again. I thought you said lighter news. I ha, did. Ha, 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 ha. I see what you did there. Oh, that was terrible. T R B L, terrible. But well played. Seriously, it does look kind of gross, though. Mm. 
Well, they I know I know the die is natural, but it just uh, doesn't look all that appealing. Yeah, but it is said that charcoal is a natural cleanser or something like that. It's healthy for you, something, you know. This entree is called the Black Burger. It's served on a focaccia bun, which has been focaccia. dark. Focaccia. Not focaccia. Focaccia. Uh, thank you, Mako Chan. Your, Ita- your Italian heritage comes in when, ne- when absolutely necessary, huh? Just to annoy you. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's served on a focaccia bun that has been darkened with bamboo charcoal. It's meant to represent the pitch black suit sprites that appear in Monday with Totoro and Spirited Away. And it's retailing for 1,380 yen, which is about $13.60. Another entree option is called Sunny Side Up Egg on Toast and Meatball Soup, which comes from Castle in the Sky, and it's about 1,080 yen, $10.60. This actually looks really decent. Yeah, I wouldn't mind trying that. On the dessert menu, they have matcha matcha shaved ice. It includes a tiny umbrella, and it's shaped like Totoro from My Neighbor Totoro, and it's priced at 750 yen, or $7.40. Seth, match guy. Match hot, match. <laughs> Sorry. No problem. They have another dessert called the Commemorative Exhibit Parfait. That looks pretty nice. Really fancy. It's themed from Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. It's topped with a white chocolate version of the Moe Glider that Nausicaa rides, and it's about a little bit over $12. The rest of the menu, which also includes seafood red curry... Plain riding Napolitan with red wine, forest wind salad, blue shaved ice. Stru- Why can't we get more restaurants here with cool themed shit like this? I mean, really? I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, I I would like more themed stuff like that. Now the exhibit runs from July seventh to September eleventh, and it's open from ten to ten. And it's on the 52nd floor of the Tokyo City View and Roppongi Hills. It will include a variety of Ghibli memorabilia such as production artwork, memos, film posters, and statue of characters for, and a reproduction of a Ghibli desk. Along with a souvenir shop. Evidently, advanced tickets have already been sold out online, but you can purchase tickets at the event. Take costs about 18 bucks to get in. Discount tickets are available for students, children, and seniors. On the plus side, the full Studio Ghibli Museum, which is located in Tokyo, will reopen next week with several new exhibits, including a... I think Mako-chan will get giddy for this one. Hmm. A life-size cat bus. Yes, I saw that. I, I... I heard about that, too. It sounds awesome. She'll, I have a need to take pictures. Yes, take pictures, drive the cat bus, and crash it right into a pole. Shh. <laughs> no, I'm going to fucking ramp that thing down the highway. <laughs> Flat out to what? <laughs> Quick, someone Blair City escaped zone. <laughs> oh, God. Really going out at 
at the speed of sound. <laughs> I'm, I am so greatly amused by that. What, a high-speed chase set to one of the most goofy, funny songs ever? Yes, yes. And speaking of Goofy, again, I can picture Mako-chan driving this down and Goofy attached to the back screaming, Okay, <laughs> whatever. She's going to hit me for that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, moving That's... right along. This will be me, right? <clears throat> yep. Okay, when you watch figure skating, it might seem all about the flashy costumes, extended arms, and questionable judging. But real fans will tell you it's about grace under pressure, practically superhuman physical abilities, and flashy costumes. Current female world champion Evgenia Medadeva hails from Russia, but loves all things Sailor Moon. She's become a bit of a sensation in Japan, as she isn't shy about showing her love for the series. Mm -hmm. At a recent performance in Nagoka Niigata Prefecture, she performed a free skit in what is unmistakably a Sailor Moon-themed costume. That's pretty cool. Japanese fans were excited to see her perform in her home country, unabashedly sent her a whole bunch of gifts centered around the Sailor Senshi. And they got pictures here, the bags, you know, pictures, you know, it, issues of a manga, pens, what look like body lotions, I guess. Probably so. One of the, yeah, it's got moon, the one's got moon, one's got the inners, and one's got a Uranus and Neptune, right? <clears throat> uh-huh. But however, Medvedeva's, yeah, there, there we go. Medvedeva's biggest surprise was probably getting to meet Naoko Takeuchi, artist, artist and author of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, after her performance. Now, that's fucking amazing. She already has a number of titles and gold medals under her belt, and with this season being her first chance to compete at the senior level, she is poised to become a staple atop the podium for years to come. But we're willing to bet this is the one day in July you're, is going to stick with her until the day she retires, because how often do you get to meet your idol while doing the thing that you love? And she was given a very beautiful portrait of uh, Serenity, you know, drawn and autographed by Takeuchi herself. Well, that's pretty cool. Are we sure that Naoko drew that? Could be a replica that she signed. I want to believe so. Yeah. Also, I didn't know Takeuchi had an Instagram account. She doesn't. Oh, it's, oh that's right. It's a tag. Duh. Yeah. Shows how much I know about Instagram, so. <laughs> Look, if Naoko Takeuchi was on Instagram, the entire Sailor Moon world would know about it. Mm-hmm. And would probably break Instagram getting to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if she was on Twitter, the entire fandom would know. If she was on Facebook, the entire fandom would know. And believe you me, I mean, the closest to fans that in the Sailor Moon fandom I have is um, the lead singer of Headphones President, um, Anza, on my Facebook, and one of the drummers. Hmm. That's kind of cool. 
see. All right, now we have something of a very of high importance we have to t discuss real quick. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's important, but they dealt with this the last time as well. Mm -hmm. Um, basically, the Tokyo Olympic Committee are looking for volunteers. Right. Um, they've got to get ready for 2020. So they have started to put out, um the qualifications that potential volunteers will need. Mm -hmm. Now this is done by the organization committee. This is not done, you know, by Tokyo itself. Right. right. Um, so they must possess communication skills, speak a foreign language. They must be able to work over 10, eight hour days they must have knowledge of the events or experience watching them live. They must be over 18 in 2020. They must go through three stages of training and an interview. And they must pay for their own transportation and accommodations. Um, so there are quite a few people in Japan basically going, what the fuck? I can't even hire somebody that will do that for $20 an hour and you think you're going to get people that are just going to volunteer to do it. The thing is, they probably won't. Call it Tokyo Olympic Con. See how many weebs volunteer for that shit. <laughs> yeah, they need 80,000 bilingual men and women to volunteer. <laughs> um, London was able to get 70,000 volunteers selected from a field of 240,000 applicants so it's not you know it's not as crazy as it sounds however the Japanese I guess are not into uh, volunteering as much for this stuff the last time Japan had the Olympics, um, basically companies forced volunteers from their workers. Mm. So any of the Olympic sponsors basically sent most of their workers to volunteer. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so good luck with that. If you happen to be, especially in the McDonald's in that area. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, the volunteers will be chosen in August of 2018 to begin their first level of training. So, yeah, um, while there probably are a couple of, you know couple thousand people volunteering you're probably going to be surrounded by a bunch of people that do not want to be there mm -hmm. so yeah but then again it's very possible I mean what they're calling company slaves um, you know if I would be able to volunteer 
and the company paid for my transportation and, you know, room and board and all of that, Mm -hmm. then I would volunteer. Right. Having to go and volunteer and pay for my own way, that seems a little too much. But again, there are com- you know there are countries that they are inundated with applications. So I guess you know there are some company there are some people that don't mind spending it. Mm. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I don't blame you. I guess they might be using, but it's the Olympics. But it's the Olympics, you know, is a selling point. Don't get me wrong. I would love to go to the Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. But I know that the expense for that is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even talking about going into a different country to go to the Olympic Games. I'm talking about going to an Olympic Games here. It would still be so crazy expensive that it, you know, it wouldn't be worth it. That it has a tendency to bankrupt the city that it's hosting in. Mostly, but as you can see, Atlanta kind of made their way made made their way out of it. <laughs> oh, the the countries do eventually make their way out of it. But it takes the better part of a decade, at least. Well, mm-hmm. it's it's because they spend so much money putting up these stadiums that are basically never used again. I know, I don't remember what country it is, but one of their stadiums has homeless shelters in it. Athens. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what these stadiums are being used for. I mean, I know that there are pictures on Facebook that you can find of quote-unquote abandoned, you know, Olympic tracks and... Like, I know I've seen the uh, banded Olympic, um, the luge track in one of the countries. That's just overgrown and crazy. Sarajevo? I don't know. No, don't that's know. really one of the places. Sarajevo's mm. one. Like... But yeah, it's it's crazy because it will, again, never be used. Unless, you know, it's in an area that you can get the Olympic people there to train at. I think Salt Lake City turned their illusion like a amusement ride or something like that. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I know that there are some of them that do end up using at least some of the areas. Usually, um, the ice skating rinks and stuff like that, they end up becoming Olympic training grounds. Mm-hmm. Just because you've got an Olympic ice skating rink there. Use um, it. Yeah. The uh, most of the swimming pools, because again, Olympic size is, you know, bigger than average. Those end up usually becoming training grounds. Um, but the outdoor stadiums, those are the ones like all the outdoor activities. Those are the ones that usually just get. Oh, okay, that's it. We're done. Because mainly because they've got to make them so freaking big, mm-hmm. they will never be able to fill those places after this again, for the most part. 
Yeah, it's rare that the same city will get the get the host more than once. I I would take it. Oh no, you you wouldn't have a city um, be able to host more than once. But I'm saying, um, you know, well, it's happened a couple times, but they've all but it's always get, gotten completely new venues. Mm-hmm. London's hosted it thrice now. Oh, okay. Athens has hosted it more than once. Paris has hosted it more than once, I believe. Yeah, but because there's such a big space in between when they've hosted, their old stadiums are useless. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, that's pretty damn funny. What? Um, the uh, post by Michelle. Oh, yeah, I posted that Jesse finally caught Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's on your Facebook feeds, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like saying the cat finally has a cheeseburger. We can all go home now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Now that we got that out of our out of our system, uh, we're now going to go to the open forum topic. The open forum topic is where we ask you a question about a topic that pertains to tonight's show anime, conventions, or anything along those lines. If you don't want us to use your real name, please put a different name before you post your answer, and we ask that you keep it civil. And the Skype line is open, so if you have any questions about tonight's show, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session, all one word, and let us know. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time, and it's perfect timing, too, because right after this, um... I have to restart my tablet because another update, another Windows 10 up, upgrade just got pushed to it. Uh, the benefits of being a um, part of the Insider program. And this week's question is Pokemon. Pokemon Go has pretty much has swept the country, but this is what we want to know. Who was your starter Pokemon when you played the game on your Game Boy Game Boy Advance DS or 3DS. In other words, when you were playing Pokemon on your portable go- console, who was your starter? And... Oddly enough, we got no question, no answers to that. So we'll just basically go around the room. I can kick things off. I've only played the game, I've played it more than once, but I only have two of them. I had the original Pokemon Red, I believe, and I have Pokemon Y. Um, yep, Pokemon Y. Um, in my original Game Boy game, my starter was um, Bulbasaur. In Pokemon Y, my starter was Fennekin. Okay, Mako. Ari, trying to turn this into a long speech because I know y'all played every single one of the games. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, first ever starter was Charmander. Mm. Pokemon Blue. Okay. Only generation where I ever caught them all, and that was only because I had multiple uh, Game Boys living at home, and I managed to uh, save money and secret to buy Red and Blue and just trade them back and forth to my Blue game. Hmm. And of course, I restarted. <clears throat> restarted the red one just so I could get all three starters on my uh, blue game. 
Oh, okay. Uh, let's see, those starters I had. I oh, sorry. I believe I had a. Cyndaquil was another one of them. Uh, wait, was it? Might have been the Septile, like, um, uh, Trico. And, uh, I think I had Greninja as well, and, hmm. uh, Froki, that's one. Oh, okay. Uh, I know for the next generation, I'm definitely going to have the, the little boat tie owl. Because he oh, looks okay. awesome. You mean Owlet? Yeah, that's the one, Owlet. Alright, what about you, Mako? Fire. Fire in the disco? Fire yes. in the Taco Bell? Yeah, um, nine times out of ten with the games, unless I have both versions of the game, my starter will always be the fire. Mm. Um, I got both versions of the game up until... Oh, um... Oh, well, no, I got Crystal, so that's all three of them. I got all three starters for that one. Uh, but yeah, most of the time it is Fire for the first one, and if I do get the second version of the game, I end up with um, Grass. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know, I just... I, I'm, I'm a Pyro, so I end up with the Fire starters. I'm a fire starter. Twisted fire starter. You know what I want to see? I want to see this as a skit. A bunch of guys from from uh, Valor. A bunch of guys from Mystic on stage, you know. Dance off. No, something like that. A showdown a la West Side Story. The Jets and the Sharks. And when someone's like, hey, where's Instinct? They show somebody in a yellow shirt eating paste. Ha ha ha, I've seen that meme. Harsh. Yeah. It seems like there's always been fighting between red and blue, and nobody gives a shit about yellow. Or there's always been blue and yellow, and everyone starts shitting on red. Which is also a meme. Yeah, um, I don't know. As I said, the only reason why I'm uh, Team Mystic is because all of my friends are. Yep. And one thing... Because I, I, was, I, I was going to go with Instinct. Here's something I, 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 I thought about, and I think this does make sense. I mean, you have three gyms, three teams, red, yellow, and blue. We originally have Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. And then you find out later, if you keep walking away, you can have Pikachu as your starter. And when you think about it, it makes sense. Someone has to represent for yellow. Uh, on technicality, it wasn't red and blue. I know. Red and green, and then blue. Well, in Japan, yes, but here in the U.S., not, not so much. We did eventually get green. green well, we got yellow. Yeah. 
Green was Reaper. No, they no. I thought they eventually brought Green over too. No. Nope. There was Fire Red and Leaf Green. That was two generations yeah. later. Yeah, but it was it was them redoing the game for mm -hmm. uh, color. But they didn't do you know they could have done Aqua Blue. Hmm. But now, I mean, I it should have been technically blue, green, and no, red. red, green, and then the hidden one. But yeah, yeah, just saying. Maybe when it comes out in Japan, they'll flip the colors to the proper way. You know? No, they didn't. Mm. Japan's already gotten it. Mm. No, but it worked out better for... Because they are using the legendaries as the gym tokens. Yeah. That reminds me. There's a game on virtual, 3DS Virtual Console. I actually have to actually pick up. Hmm. Speaking of 3DS. Mm -hmm. I just have to add this in here. Go for it. When I went to Seaside to look for Pokemon, I brought my 3DS with me. I got absolutely no check-ins. Wow. That sucks. I'm shocked. I, I, I was so surprised. No little kid, either on the beach or on the boardwalk or in any of the local hotels, because we walked quite a bit, nobody in the area connected with me. So everybody has given up their 3DS for their fucking phone. Not me. I still have my I still have my 3ds. I still carry mine around. Okay. Now that we got that out the way, and alas, no calls on the Skype line, so I'm going to go ahead and shut that down. Now that we got that out the way, it's time to get to the fun portion of the show. Yay, fun! To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, YAK. Shit. Damn it. What'd you do? It's what Winamp did. It can't... Shat itself? No, it can't find, um... One of the, one of the tracks. I just found it. There we go. There we I go. have a sad. Why? I only have one Pokeball left in Pokemon Go. Well, you better walk your ass up to a Pokestop and get some more. Not at 11 o'clock. Alright, fine. Get in your car and drive up there. Not at 11 o'clock. Your neighborhood's safer than mine. Not at 11 o'clock. God, you're such a slacker. Not at 11 o'clock. I have like, I'm not I'm not driving through Lakewood at 11 o'clock at night. I have like over a hundred Pokeballs in, in my in my uh, in my bag. I had 90 something when I left Seaside. Have barely played the game, and I have one Pokeball left. And speaking of a friend of mine, just posted a PSA. 
to players who don't normally go into woodsy, grassy, or swampish areas, there is not just Pokemon in that area. Be safe, watch for wildlife, wear bug repellent, perfectly the type that keeps ticks away, and check yourselves, your friends, and your clothing for ticks and other bugs. And only you can help control the pet population. Mm. Alright. Got a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of these people who are playing Pokemon uh, Go need not to be breeding. Mm. And speaking of breeding, Christ, Marco, you, you got some real gems this week. I try. <laughs> Let's start with this one. Man was arrested for allegedly chopping off a ballet instructor's thumb. The fuck. A former ballet school student was arrested on Wednesday for allegedly chopping off a female ballet instructor's thumb at a studio in Tokyo's Shibuya Ward. Hiroaki Hashimoto, a 41-year-old chiropractor, admitted to injuring the 24-year-old instructor. She harassed me by not informing me of the lesson schedules since last August, police quoted him as saying. The woman said the suspect straddled her, seized her by the throat until she fainted, and then when she regained consciousness, she found that her thumb had been severed. The suspect contacted the police around 8.40 in the morning, saying he had cut off a woman's thumb using a hammer and tools. When officers arrived at the scene, they found the instructor lying on the floor, and they arrested Hashimoto on the spot after he admitted to inflicting the injury. Hashimoto began taking lessons at the ballet school near the JR Shibuya station in November of 2014, but was later turned away because he continuously caused trouble, as per what was told by the school. Wow. The fuck is wrong with some people? I don't know. I got nothing. And this second story is just as outrageous, if not worse. Yeah, and it's been going on for years. What? I'll take it then. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think Mako wants the third one. Of course she Whatever. Does. Japanese man arrested for putting semen-filled condoms in school bro- What? A 50-year-old cleaning company employee was arrested by Tokyo Metropolitan Police yesterday after a condom containing his semen was discovered in the bag of a female high school student. Ew. The offender from from Ibaraki Prefecture is being held in custody and destruction of property after the fluid leaked in a girl's bag soiling its contents and possibly the girl's soul. The incident which occurred on... Occurred on the morning of May 17th inside Tokyo Metro's Kokaki Domame subway station when unnoticed the little student found the item inside her bag after school. The student told her father, who reported to police. According to authorities of Kojimachi Police Station, who made the arrest, the incident was not an isolated case, but successive complaints coming from, <clears throat> from similar schoolgirl victims had been received. Following a DNA analysis of the fluid, it was confirmed that the condoms belonged to the same offender who said he started placing condoms in girls' bags two to three years ago due to work stress. Wow. I just threw up my mouth a little. Oh. 
What the actual hell? Marco, please take the next one. Okay. So, um, Tenga Japan is going to be offering free sex toys to teens who vote in Japan's upcoming election. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so this was five days ago, so it should be this coming Sunday. Japan will hold its general election for the House of Counselors. Uh, it's the upper house of the country's National Assembly. So what Tenga is doing is uh, basically they're launching a special promotion that is going to encourage teens to let their voices be heard and their bodily juices flow. Um. Yeah. Um, so basically it's dubbed the congratulations at 18, you're free to vote and use Tenga, vote and get a Tenga. The company will be giving away 100 pocket-sized products. To apply, you must be 18 or 19. You must vote, and you must tweet a photo of your completion of voting certificate to the hashtag uh, VoteAndGetAtenga. Randomly selected winners will also receive two Tenga branded condoms so that they'll be prepared for both self-pleasuring and mutually consensual intercourse with another human being. In an odd twist though, winners who were born after April 2nd, 1998 and who would thus still be in high school will only receive the condoms. Mm. Hmm. So yeah. Um, not for nothing, I bet you a shit ton more people would go out and vote if they were given shit like this. That's imagine, all I gotta say. Imagine how well a promotion like that over he would go over here. Shit, you don't need that. Just turn elections into American Idol. Done in an hour. Mm. <sighs> and this is the part where we talk about an update to a story we talked about some time back about a man cutting off his uh, colonel cutting off his lawyer's chunk. Unfortunately, the article was pulled. Uh, uh. No. Yep, yes. Ford. It was pulled from the site. Um. Okay, I remember what it said. Okay. Basically, if you remember, there was a guy who went into the lawyer's office claiming that the lawyer was cheating with his wife. So beat the crap out of him, cut off his junk, and flushed it down the toilet. Um, he was sentenced to four and a half years of prison. Um, and basically the, the lawyer... Um, is still suffering quite badly from uh, the injuries and the mental anguish and all of that. Really? I can't imagine why. Yeah. Can't say I don't blame them. So cut off somebody's junk and you get to spend four and a half years in prison.
honestly, kids, I got nothing. I think it's time to go direct the break and then wrap shit up when we get out of here. Sounds yeah. good to me. We'll be back. Thank you.
You're very low. Okay, how do I sound now? Much better. That's better. Sorry about that. I thought I turned it all the way up. What I was trying to say was, during the uh, the break, I would suppose, uh, the blue gym is now a red gym. Lovely. I, I looked who's... And communists. Right. Yeah, I was looking in who was guarding it. I could take out the first Pokemon, but the other two, not so much. I swear, I think the blues right here are friggin' ninjas. So, anywho, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. Danton will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent publishers, independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, if we tell you what we like and don't like, we're telling you straight up. Because we have no reason to lie to you. Check out our website at um, AnimeJamSession.com for all information on our website, our podcast, and other great articles as well. If you have any questions in regards to our show, you can drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We're here to believe you. On our website, we'll have some, uh, we have a couple of anime reviews coming up, uh, convention reviews coming up later this week. And we have a brand new cosplay uh, article, tutorial article coming up from Uni. You'll be seeing it on our site tomorrow. If you have any issues, um checking out our podcast on our site you can find our podcast on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher Miro, Double Twist Blueberry, Groove TuneIn Radio and Google Play check out our YouTube page youtube.com slash anime jam session tv where we post all of our anime convention videos, comic convention videos and all that cool stuff um, we interview cosplayers, uh, industry people, voice actors, actresses um, we record panels, masquerades, check them out. They're pretty awesome. If you want to interact with us on YouTube, you can find me at youtube.com slash djvonmess. Ari is at Ari22682. And you can find Mako-chan over at Juke Luna. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. That is our go-to Twitter site page for information on our website, our Facebook page, conventions, and other cool stuff, and when we go live. So definitely check those out. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash... Oh, I just skipped the whole thing, didn't I? Yes, I did. I must be getting tired. Um, Twitter.com slash DJVonMess. Twitter.com slash TheAriMan. Twitter.com slash JoeyDan. Follow us there on Twitter for updates about stuff that we talk about in the conventions, non-conventions, other crazy stuff. So definitely follow us there and check that out. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I just want to say to, the, to everybody who's liked our page, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We truly appreciate everything you've done and, and so forth. As long as you continue to like the page, we'll bring you more content. That's what we're all about. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at Facebook.com slash IMGJronMess. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller. And Mako-chan's over at Makoto Makochan Kino. And like I said, we're on the Vogue Network twice a week, but we're not the only uh, geek-centric podcast that's on the network. Um, definitely check out the Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Buoy, and Guys on the Show. And now we're going to go around the room and so forth. Last words, Ari. 
I'm gonna go right to bed after this is over because I gotta get up early. I know that feel. I definitely know that feel. Mako-chan. Last words? I'm hungry and I'm gonna go and finish my dinner. You know, I think I'm gonna have a, a, a bowl of ice cream. That sounds good right about now. That is it. End of list. We have made it through yet another amazing episode of our show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, we'll still be here on Tuesdays. No changes upcoming soon, but that's just about it. So we're going to get up on out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Okay. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. I'm not complaining. Mm. Good night, everybody. See you next week. Jamatane!